Zeef, Gungan Detective. Captain Worm of Ithor. Zavix, Jedi Master, Philanthropist, Playboy. Narset Jin, Jedi Sorceress. And I'm GM Lurch, everybody else. And this is Star Wars, showdown on Iceball Stage. So, cool. Worm and Zeef shackle the Quarren with Zeef's binder cuffs, load him back into the speeder, and head back into the city again. As the speeder passes down, the camera leaves it in the center of town and heads into the armory, the armor shop, where Kintera is looking at uh, various kinds of armored gloves, sap gloves, shock gloves, along one wall. Um, and Narset um, sees that there are a couple of different styles of padded armor there along the wall. There are no prices on anything because this is hut space, so you're going to have to go and make your price with the shopkeep. But you see that there are a couple of different heavy tops, what we'll consider padded armor in different styles, you know, including one that matches your art, you know, and they give the basic stats of padded armor. Uh, you know that, you know, armor like this is common. Uh, it has a very low rarity, and you know that the normal price is about 500 credits, but you're going to make a negotiation against the shopkeeper, uh, you know, as any part of haggling that you want to do there. Um, cool. So I walk over to the armor and I go, hello, sir. Uh, I was hoping to bother you for a hot second to see if you had any, some light leaded padded armor. Um, he or, or a little bit more of, of he heavy clothing. He uh, looks at you across his counter and smiles. He goes, I'm glad you waited until we were open. Unlike your friend who barged in earlier. Um, he goes, over here, miss, and indicates the wall where there are various styles of light armor. Um, he goes, I don't know what price range you're operating in. Your friend this morning couldn't really afford the work he was asking for. But we have, I have a number of vests here of various makes. And... Some heavier padded clothing, as you said, uh, that provides a little more protection and coverage, depending on where your funds are. He indicates well, a couple think, of I different. Start picking up one of the like doublets and like leaded or uh, like padded bracers and gauntlets and such. <clears throat> and yeah, then so... I look down, and then I look to Maurice and smile. And then as I'm like holding holding the leather that I'm the leather armor I'm holding, I'm like looking around. And then I look at a heavy, at like a heavy uh, trooper, like chest plate piece. And I'm like, well, I assume something like that might be around 500. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping something like this, like what I'm holding might be like around like 350 or 400 gold. And then I look over to Maurice and I, and then I also say, well, I apologize for, for any ab abrasive action my friend may have, may have affronted. Is it that obvious that we are together, arrived here together. Um, so I'm giving he says, him a question to distract him from the price question. Right, so you're going to make a charm check. He's going to answer your second question first, and then you're going to make a charm check about the price part. He goes, well, I do have eyes, miss, and when he came, knocked, and I let him in, I looked out on the street, and there you were. I assume you were traveling together. Because um, we were in the same fucking car. Go ahead and make yeah, the. Um, I'm surprised he noticed you, plus me puking out of the side of the speaker that same well, night. Well, no. 
Zavix came in. Zavix came in in the morning. Well, uh, thank you for pointing out. So you're going to make charm observation skills. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll do the charm. We'll do the charm stuff first, and then. We'll... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one with the force. And the force is with you. Uh, you failed with advantage. He smiles and he goes, "Sorry, miss." Any part of that heavy armor over there is going to be quite more expensive than that because, of course, I can't sell the arms without the chest plate. But even a suit of, he goes, even a suit of heavy clothing like this will still run you about 500 credit out here on the rim. He goes, this does look like it would be your size, though. Narsette looks down at, like, the padded leather plated armor and she says, uh, completely understandable. Uh, my name is Narset Jin, by the way. It's phenomenal meeting you. Uh, what is your name, good sir? And for uh, how many extra credits would it be for some needle and thread? And do you have a workbench that I can cut this up and, and work on real quick? Um, he goes, I do. And the materials, let's say 25 credits to use the workbench. And then if you need to use any significant amount of materials... It'll depend on what you So the whole cost of it all will be 525 credit. 525, okay. Yes. Uh, and he deftly maneuvers around giving you his name until we find out what his name was earlier. Um, cool. So I dropped to 10 credits. Awesome. <laughs> but Jedi, break the bank. And then you attach the padded armor to your heavy robe, and you're now wearing clothes that give you plus two soak. And... It looks the as well as you can craft. Go ahead and make a mechanics check. This is just to see whether it looks good or not. Yeah, you might come out of this looking like Rumpelstiltskin. You never know. Um, In the painting. Advantageously, you fail, so it looks shoddy, but it's going to hold together. It does you can get it. Just had to say the Rumpelstiltskin line, you motherfucker. <laughs> just had to say it, and now it looks like it's crocodile. <laughs> now it looks like fucking crocodile skin. Whatever keeps you warm. Uh, and um, gives its strength, yeah. So yeah, you've got it's you're now wearing plus two soaked clothing. It'll um, probably help you not get hit on by the Imperials as much. You still also have um I'm wearing a cape now. You know, so cape? it's like you're wearing the fur coat as a cape now? No no, no I mean like I'm wearing it under I'm wearing everything under the under the the coat. Yes. So you got okay. the big fur coat, and then under that you're wearing, like, your... So your outward everything. appearance has not changed, because you're wearing Padded this under armor. your big furry, uh, yeah. Sean Young coat. Yep. Cool. Um, so, you get, uh, two advantage. Um, you can recover two of those strain, unless you can think of anything better to do with that. Because even though you failed at making it look good, uh, you can see the Kintero is not smirking, but actually smiling. At the fact that, like, after buying armor, you, like, went and integrated it into your, like, robes and stuff. And she's, like... Interesting. You know? She's scribbling in her notebook furiously because all these things are, like... I met a Jedi. You know? This is all research for her. First-hand experience of, like, going on a little adventure with a fucking Jedi. Not that many people have done that in the last, like, 50 years. You know what I mean? All right. So, ba Baron Ruder here... The gentleman who tapped you on the shoulder appears to be a... He's not wearing his flight suit, but he is wearing a black Imperial Navy officer's uniform with uh, pilot's wings on it and on the new slide 13. It's Imperial Tom Selleck guy. 
Sam Telic here. You were led up to the private area of the bar um, by Baron Sam Telic, a Thai pilot uh, and ace, who um, offhandedly remarks that he and the other pilots around uh, were looking forward to the race you were supposed to put on Polvar, but apparently that fell apart, uh, as did the rest of your business here. As soon as your bills get too much, the Revenant will take a place like this off your hands, I'm sure. Talk then you shit. head up here to the upper bar. Uh, there are Navy officers and seated at the large table. There is a uh, officer who is too young for his lieutenant commander's uniform, already seated. Next to him is a severe-looking blonde woman in a black uniform. Uh, the button on her peaked cap identifies her as a member of the Imperial Security Bureau. The lieutenant commander gets ready to stand uh, to greet you as you approach uh, but then he gulps and changes his mind quickly. Uh, then she takes her hand out from below the tabletop and folds them in front of her. Okay, yeah. Um, definitely, I'd warmly greet them. You know, thank you for the invitation. Uh, I know that my my friend and I, the Rodian and I, would probably not be so uh, uh, so welcome here, but I appreciate the offer to join. Uh, and I would have a seat, right? I'll choose next to her and see if she as I walk around see if she like tracks me with her eyes or does she like not want me to come close or should I like, what, what is the look of her she's at? not going to openly react to something like this I mean okay. you're playing you're going to play cards or you know dice or something apparently you know um, you know and she certainly does she's looking at all of them she's the ISB officer she tracks you on your way over um, she watches the others as they sit down. She appears to be clocking all of you. She purses her lips and says, You're new? You and the other one arrived yesterday? She says, You've made friends, Colvar. Are you turning things around? New members for your little club? Bitch. What does Colvar say back? He puffs up his chest and he goes, Yes, that's right. You haven't driven us all out. What are you guys uh, playing at the table? More directed um, towards the guy who invited us over. He says, well, it looks like you favored the dice. You had an open room down there, so we'll do that. He reaches into the pocket of his shirt and takes out a pair of chance cube. He goes, do you always carry those around with you? He goes, they're my luck. Are they not weighted? <laughs> yeah. Oh, these Imperials are totally going to cheat. Hell yeah. Okay, so uh, once the chance cubes are are pulled out, uh, one of the serving droids programming kicks in as it notices. Uh, and she comes over and offices dealing services. You must allow me to roll that pin 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 tarot. The house would not allow unsupervised gambling at the high, high, high stakes section. So Dan and uh, Kyle, do you want to roll the dice for the die sure. game for Colvar and Pixel Flick? Sure. But the droid comes over. The uh, young officer in the middle looks to the woman in the ISB uniform. And she nods. And he goes, yes, we can play. Uh, of course. You haven't been the most hospitable host, Colvar, I have to say. But maybe we can turn things around. And then he swallows nervously. Colvar does? Col uh, no, the, uh, the lieutenant. lieutenant commander. Colvar coughs and says, yes, well, 
your thugs down there drove away all the rest of my customers. Maybe Bold. if I had... Seriously. He's... He's feeling he's emboldened by his new his new friends, I'm sure. And he's sitting next to a Jedi. You know what I mean? And he doesn't know that Zavix doesn't have a lightsaber. Oh, I, yes I do. Oh, he right. refused, he refused not to take it. You refused that, that's yeah. right. That is right. So he's, yeah, so he is feeling bold. He goes, he goes, if I had more customers, I would be playing a more gracious host. He says, most of your men don't really fit the mold of what we're trying to do here. And the pilot harumps and he goes, they're all here for an event that you advertised and didn't hold. We'll stay until we're satisfied, Paul Vaughn. Uh, I'd like to chime in now and then uh, bring fine. up the uh, the race. Um, or the, the deal was the race, right? That they wanted to bring people in and do this race there? Yeah, they advertised um, the race. And apparently their advertising drew in this remnant crowd. And I, now uh, they're disappointed that the race didn't happen. I'd like to, like to say definitely like... You know, I've I've not ever heard of these races before, but now that I've gotten or since I've been here, I've I've, I've heard a lot of uh, you know hoopla about it. But what could you guys tell me about it, or who's your racers? What to, what what should I expect? Baron Telic sits back, uh, and his mustache spreads uh, as he grins. He says, "Starfighter race, young man. Some of the best pilots behind the stick, other than those that you'll find flying combat missions." Racing through a preset course, skill against skill. It's marvelous stuff to see. These two here, and the rest of their little club, advertised a race. We came here to watch it. Once the race is held, we'll leave. Where We've is got that? a lot of leave built up. We have no reason to be anywhere else. The blonde woman's smart. And the uh, pilot folds his arms across the seat. He goes, once your little club makes good on your advertising, we'll move on. I'm guessing Kolvar would probably be happy about that statement. Kolvar, he nods and he goes, yes, yes, that was the plan. We didn't maybe understand how complicated this undertaking was, but we're making inroads. You have to understand that we have a certain standard to uphold here. Or maybe they can tell you, uh, teach me more about uh, this race over, uh, over uh, a dice game. The uh, pilot grins, he goes, good, some kind of action. We need to get some screens in here or something, Kolvar, so we can watch some sport, class the place up a little bit. Um, he indicates all of the fine draperies and exotic plants around, and the fact that there's no sports bar vibe whatsoever behind the finely grained wood bar here on the upper level at the back of the main bar. You mean the super classy place? Yes, exactly. Ugh, Imperials are the worst. Fucking sports bar. And if you go out to the outer bar where Zeef and Worm were the other night, you know, you could be watching, like, some races or something. But you'd have to go out there and, you know... Mm. No, they need to I'm change sure they I'm sure, like, the, the, the expat club doesn't want to lose in the Imperials as a customer. We need to make that more desirable to be out there, but they're not going to do it while they're sitting here and sitting pretty. Right, you know. You'd have to get rid of all those aliens. All right, so we're going to do a round of Hintaro. Uh, Bendu, I'm going to be rolling Imperial rolling. And uh, Zeef and Wolfram will be rolling for uh, Kolvar and Pixelplex. They each have sizable amounts of funds. You don't have to actually worry about Like, just imagine that they have an un Literally, Kolvar has an unlimited bank. Like, the value of the entire X-Pack club. 
Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we're not going to hopefully let the pool get that big. You know Kovar I mean? gambles. Kovar andies up the entire club to the Imperials at this table. Against Roll. the Imperials <laughs> leaving. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, man. What a twist. He loses right. the club to the, Maybe I loses the club to the Imperials. You just put a you just put a PC hey, in charge Dan. of the owner of the expat club. So. Hey Dan, wild card. Roll for Colvar. <laughs> no gives backs. No gives backs. You're gonna roll for Hixelplex. All right, I'll brush up on my Rodian. Fine. <laughs> Hixelplex, the poor gambler that he is, has about three thousand credits on it. Okay. Dan. Please be responsible. Man, I really should have. I really should have kept that one close to the chest. That would have been a pretty, yeah, pretty you good. Played your, well, you're not a good gambler, apparently. Well, exactly. Uh, All the more reason not to trust me with fucking Colvar. I'm going to play as Baron Sam Thelic, um, and then uh, the other two are uh, are going to watch. They're sitting quite close. Uh, the lieutenant commander uh, sits forward and says, "Yes, I suppose." He goes, but if the game gets too rich, I'm going to drop out. I can't, can't embarrass myself again. The ISB agent uh, leans in to say, Well, that's why I'm Make sure it doesn't happen. With not a little bit of menace. And he swallows uh, nervously for like the third or fourth time since you guys have sat down. Selvik passes his Centauro over to the droid and then pushes the two chance cubes across the table towards three of you and says, well, I suppose you're the house, Colvar. So decide which of your little club is going to roll first. Um, but we're going to start, I guess, with Hixelplex there. Yeah, he slides the cubes across to Hixelplex. Colvar holds up a hand and goes, we need chips first. He goes, of course, you can pay for it. Yes. Um, and uh, Lieutenant Commander starts digging out Imperial credits. The pilot gestures and goes, yes, of course. A droid comes over. Colvar pulls out the chips for your side of the table. Pixelplex has to pay for his 3,000 credits worth of chips. Uh, Colvar takes five grand for himself and puts three uh, in front of you. There's Zavix. Hmm. Um, he goes, we'll deduct this from your uh, account, of course, Mr. Silverstar. And... Uh, Winks. Now you've got some funds for it. The pilot buys 4,500 period credits worth of chips, which come out to about 3,000 credits worth of chips. And the officer has 5,000 credit stacks in front of him. And there's a disapproving look uh, in the ISB officer's eyes, but uh, he looks enthused and sits up a little bit for the first time since you came over. Or since the ISB officer took her hand off the table. Can I do a, uh, a sense roll real quick? Before sure, we... absolutely. I would like to kind of sense to see, because you keep on mentioning that she pulled her hands out from under the table. Yeah. Uh, is there anything I need to be like immediately concerned about? Um, so you want to make sense plus will or plus perception? Uh, plus will, I guess. Right, so you have one light side and one dark side that you could turn into successes or advantages. Um, you succeed with threat. Um, she notices you, like, peering at her with those threats. She notices you giving her the eye. And you see that she has um, quite pointed fingernails. 
and your supposition with your three successes is that probably she dug those nails into the leg of the officer before he could stand politely greet you as you approach the table. And he is clearly intimidated by her, but she's not projecting Can I anything take otherwise. And you're too close to actually use sense on her because you yeah, physically but, touch like, her. So, gotcha. So no perception check wise, you're not get you're not close enough to get anything like that from her anyway. So you have to touch her, and she's too far away for that. And she notices you checking her out, but it looks like she fucking, you know, got that guy in the quad when he was going to stand and greet you. She's just like. Don't trust him. Gotcha. Yeah, don't be gotcha. polite to these aliens. You're when they embarrassing me in front yeah. of the guys. All right. So let's make this interesting. Start us at a thousand. Hicks. Hicksoplix chuckles and says, Jekilia oompa sadobiska oompa. And throws a thousand credits onto the table. Followed by the, the dice. All right, excellent. So you got three advantage, which is setting you up for potentially... That fourth place scoring hand, which could be the highest scoring hand, you know what I mean? Kolvar snatches up the dice and blows on them, and then pushes his... Pushes a thousand uh, credits also. Yeah. I call. All right. Um, the blonde waves her hand as the dice uh, are passed across from Zavix to the lieutenant commander, who eagerly tosses his ship into the... He frowns. The Baron takes them next. Uh, he cups them in his hand, shoots his eyes at Kolvar for blowing on his dice, and blows on them himself. And tilts his head from side to side. Did they call the pot as well? They all anteed. Everybody is, yeah. Everyone anteed a thousand. Yeah. I will raise another thousand and then re-roll my two. The single, okay. Yes, re-rolling the single. Okay. Right. So Hicks raises, and then... Okay. All right. So uh, I think Colbar, he is the only one with an actual hand at the moment, so he will call, and he will just uh, pass the dice along to uh, uh, Zavix, because he's he's happy. He's got the fourth place hand as stands right now, so... Um, I'm going to go ahead and meet the ante as well. Uh, okay. I'm going to re-roll the uh, single uh, success. success. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so I'm third. Or no, fourth still. Uh, the lieutenant commander who has a single symbol on his chance cubes so far looks around. He knows at best he can tie the hands you already have. And he uh, passes the dice on to the Baron. The Baron's smirk. He could quite possibly have a winning hand here. He flips another thousand credit chip into the pile, and then another 500 credit chip as well, and waits to see if the three of you meet his raise before he rolls. He how, holds much does, his single. how much does he goes up? So we're up 3,000 He added now. another 500. Oh, okay. oh, 500? Yeah. So we're at 2,500. Got then. it. Hixoplix and will also see another 500. And this Kolvar. Oh yeah, he's gonna he's gonna chip in the next an extra five hundred also. The Baron rolls on blows on his die again, and then rolls it. Oof. And uh, the die has gone around, or you know, everyone's re-rolled. The serving droid has changed. Uh, Kolvar is just the, the markers. Right? Um, Kolvar already went. Yeah, he's just got the two A's. Um, 
and the droid uh, says, The last round of betting before the Hintara. And turns to you, Pixelplex. And you have to remember that if this goes beyond, you're going to need another thousand to, you know, right. anti back in and stuff. Pixel I think Plix, a thousand uh, is too much to start with, given, you know, it can go multiple rounds. Pixelplex um, clicks his tongue and decides to stay. Yeah. Cool work. So gonna much, stay. All right. You're just staying, staying. All right. You didn't up the ante anymore, Pix? No. no. What about you, Zavix? Stay. Okay. So the droid tracks as everyone goes around and presents the hidden taro and rolls it and a success is removed so I think that's mustache a... twists oh no baron oh. split pot with the baron uh yeah i still also have uh, two advantages i'm still in fourth as well you have no but you're three you're... advantages which is you not a scoring hand right same i have three now as well yeah so you each take three thousand of those credits. How, what was the total pot? It was 9,000 and then another, yeah, it was, yeah, it was 11,000 total. You're right. Nice. So 11,000 total each. So 55, yes. And he had three grand. So he gets, he has eight, 8,500. Um, yeah, Zavix, do you want to make any social checks Um, this round against any of these three Imperials? Um, uh, I, this time I'd like to talk to the uh, the Baron a little bit more. Uh, he seemed sure. really enthused about the whole uh, race. Yeah, uh, yeah, so go maybe ahead and... We can, uh, uh, ask him who's his favorite to win. Make a charm check. Boom. Uh, he goes, Why, Halloran, of course. That's why we came here. That's who they advertised. Excellent surprise. When 75 remnant troops showed up at their door, when they put their money behind an Imperial Ace. He points down to the smaller private seating. But there's a TIE pilot sitting down there in the private seating, the other smaller private booth along the wall. And uh, you look down and you see that it's a gray-haired man who is wearing, for no reason that you can discern, a TIE pilot flight suit with the sleeves cut off and still like the chest piece of his regulator, though not his helmet. He's sitting around a table with a Rodian, of all people, and a couple of other uh, gentlemen who are wearing flight suits, similar, although not with the regulators or the sleeves cut off. Just some generic NPC. Gotcha. Uh, if you would, are down there. Well, uh, he indicates, he says, he said he was going to have one of the greatest pilots of the war fly in a race here on this ice ball. We came out here to watch it. When's the race gonna happen, Kolvar? Kolvar looks over at you and says, our newest member here was brought on to help facilitate just such event, Baron. Then you and your friends can leave us. Cool. Well, now I know what I'm doing. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know, I'm sorry it took like forever to get to, but you know, I wanted to have it happen narratively. You know what I mean? Fantastic. Like, I read right. a lot of books. The pacing is super slow here. I'm sorry. No, no, this uh, is good. Yeah, yeah. I know my, my main focus is now. Exactly. Yeah, man. So who is... Met uh, so what was the name of the guy I'm going to write it Can down you do quick? a lore check while looking at him to find out his and potentially his Rodian friends? 
names. Zavix could totally do a warfare check to do warfare. that. Warfare okay. check because it's knowing things about the military and that's how you would know the names of like fighter aces or stuff. With threat and you can nice. just take some strain with that. Um, you do know because uh, quite a few of the students at the Praxium now just verging on knighthood, young Jedi knight, have quite a number of pilots among their number. You have heard that Griff Halloran uh, is a former Imperial military pilot, a war ace, who has retired and joined the racing circuit. You don't know anything about the Rodian, although you recognize um, as you're looking uh, that he is uh, wearing on the back of his head a cybernetic enhancement module, which is the kind of uh, involuntary upgrade both the Empire and the Remnant uh, will give to a certain of their technical workers to improve their efficiency. But he appears to be uh, chatting quite animatedly with Halloran, who notices you looking at him and scowls. He looks like he has a face built to scowl. This is not, not entirely against, but he's, he, he notices that I'm here. Yeah, he's a legitimate, like, racer, though. You know what I mean? Like, and that is the information as it stands. Okay. Master Silver Star. I think it's on to, to Hixel. It is on to Hixel, yes, to continue the Pintaro. Hicks mutters something about Mulira and uh, re-rolls his blank die. He's got nothing to show this hand. Poodle. His bad luck from the night before continues. And Hicks just sucks. <laughs> uh, so Colvar is tied with Zavix right now, so I think he's just going to uh, stay and pass the die along to uh, Zavix. Uh, I am also going to push since... You and me are the only ones with winning hands. Yeah. So. On to Lieutenant Commander. Yes, he eyes your showing hands. He eyes Hixelplex's bust. Um, <laughs> and uh, he snatches up his blank dot and rerolls it as well, hoping for that third place hand. Does not get it. Wait, no. Which um, he does get. He does get it. Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, um, okay. He looks disappointed that he didn't raise. Yeah. Before he rerolls, and he shoots like a a tiny bit of confidence towards the ISB agent and sits up a little bit more uh, in his seat. Uh, the Baron nods um, at uh, the Lieutenant Commander approvingly. He picks up his uh, die with the single face showing, um, flips another five hundred credits into the pot and waits to see if the three of you match. Uh, he goes, no offense, lad. Hicks, uh, Hicks anties 500 as well. It, Hicks can't win. <laughs> yeah, oh. he's busted already. Alright, well then he... He definitely doesn't want to do that. Well then he folds his arms and goes, it's you, Slimo. <laughs> okay, excellent. Kovar, are you gonna... I mean, the, o the only way he wins is if everybody else busts, but I don't think that's possible. Hicks, Hicks is kind of... He's spiraling. He's not... He hasn't been doing well the last 48 hours. So he's being self-destructive. Now he just... <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, so Kovar will... Uh, he's, he's feeling a little flush. He got... He won the last round. He'll, he'll put in another 500. 
If it comes with a, up with a uh, failure, he still will tie, so. I as well will have to stay in. Okay, you guys are both gonna stay. Got it. The pot is 4,000 now. Baron tosses his die. Ah, oh, and it comes up blank. Okay. Shrugs. All right, so that's a pretty good place. I like those odds. That's not bad, actually. So. The Baron looks across the table at you, Hicks, and holds up a 500 credit chip and says, this says my boy takes it. The to you, Hexoplex. He's making a side bet of 500 credits that the Lieutenant Commander is going to beat these other two. If the Rodian's going to take it. Hexoplex considers it for a minute and then agrees since he has he's, he has nothing else going on. He's got nothing else going on? Yeah, why not? If you're going to get wet, you might as well go swimming. So he's all, he's all <laughs> in on the bet there. Excellent. He's only got about that much left anyway. You, you're, you have... 500 credits yeah. left now that you've put that in. Yeah, but you might, <laughs> you know, you might have more than that. You never well, know. Dealer Droid turns to you, Colvar, and says, The last round of betting, sir. Colvar is just gonna push. Okay. What about you, Zavix? It's, he's the last one. I can't do anything. And we're all set back. Intaro. Intaro comes ah, up blank. Yeah, yeah. The Baron, Baron wins. takes your um, the credits. Lieutenant Commander, I think. Picks, and the Lieutenant Commander takes the pot. Yep. That's intense. The two Imperials, now holding most of Zavix and Hixelplik's chips in front of themselves. About evenly at this point. I feel like uh, Kolvar would kind of give across Zavix... At Kolvar kind of give Zavix a little bit of side-eye here since he just, like, was telling him how they were going to take these guys to the cleaners fair and square. And we haven't played badly, though. The The only time that we got hit was in the very beginning when the blinds were, like, a thousand each time. Yeah, and that was first my hand, fault for not balancing this correctly. Yeah, our, our first hand mattered so much more. At the end, I'll take we that started out with, with, yeah. uh, with a thousand each. We've actually not played that bad. Okay. We've lost one hand. Do you need to buy in again, sir? Hicks doesn't wait for him to finish and sort of just like throws his hands up in frustrations and like excuses himself from the table. To go over to the Shit. bar instead. Ex exactly. He's like, I've only got 500 left and I'm drinking him. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, the Imperials right. at the bar uh, look at you, make a little harumphing, but uh, notice that Hicksoplex is a very finely dressed Rody. And as long as Colvar's in here, Hicks feels safe being in that room. Yeah. And, uh, you know, goes to drink. Um, the Baron snorts. And the uh, ISB lady leans back in her chair and puts her boots up on the table with her feet crossed at the ankles and smirks and says, You really didn't think this through, did you? To Colvar and Zavix. Colvar uh, looks over at you, Zavix, to allow you to respond. I'd be down for one more if you make it uh, worth our while. Otherwise, I guess the game is already over. The Baron says... Even if you go all in, you're hardly going to break by. Well, maybe you'd like to wager something else. Mm. Says, what do you have to wager, sir? I have plenty of chips here. The Baron's hand in marriage. So into, uh, so into the race and having his person over there, I would say we could help out his uh, his friend. Uh, maybe uh, maybe see the other racers and kind of, uh, you know, give him some low-down information on him. So you're, like, offering to go do spy work for Opposition him on behalf research. of his racer 
He goes, from what I understand, our good host here doesn't even have any competitor for Griff setup. He doesn't have a route to race. He has nothing. If that race is even held, I'll be amazed. In the meantime, I'm going to hold down this seat. You're offering me information on a race that I don't believe is even going to take place. Well, then I'll make sure it takes place. He says, that would be worth quite a lot to me. And he pushes 4,000 credits okay. into the middle of the pot. He says, the race in two weeks. Okay, yeah, I got two weeks to make this thing happen. I have no idea about this sport. Let's do it. <laughs> like, like a player. Yeah, man. Yeah, so Zavix is in now. The Baron is down. He's actually quite down now, but he's all right with that because that was fucking worth it to him. You know what I mean? Um, I'm going to say it's three, actually, because three he's not the kind of guy who would put you ahead of himself. Yeah. yeah. Even at that. And now you're competitive. You know what I mean? That you're competitive like with him. Me, too. Um, that out there. Well, the obligation is the race in two weeks. At yeah, which yeah, point I mean, it like, will turn it's... into obligation. It doesn't happen. You know what I mean? He's got two weeks before it turns into points of obligation. The Baron looks at you and he goes, Now that you're playing with my money as well as Colmar, can we raise the stakes again? Yeah, I, I'd say so. With Hixelplex not here anymore. Kyle, you're going to roll for the uh, Lieutenant Commander. Okay. I want you to try to win. All right. Zavix has the uh blind the dice first yes <laughs> what's the blind Thousand? he's Thousand. He, he's suggesting that yes the lieutenant commander tosses his chips in as well i i will i'll see the ante okay and go ahead and wow. roll your dice Zavix. yeah hold on you ought to have before that i'm sorry that was no my bad i jumped the gun there it's all right it's okay yeah, but you got a good fucking roll. Sometimes it pays the Leroy. I mean, I don't know how the odds of the other thing are, so maybe not. Yeah, it's good. It's good pre-Hintaro. We'll see what happens post-Hintaro. The Baron Anties as well. Kolvar, it's to you. Uh, Kolvar will uh, ante as well. All right. All right. Um, and I'll stay. Writing on for the next one. Okay. Okay. Uh, the lieutenant commander. Oh wait, wait, wait! Sorry, um, sorry. Uh, I, I was gonna roll. Are we? Do we need to do anything in between? You do roll. No, you don't. You, okay, so you, I will roll. Roll now. Yes. Sorry. For the SA, uh, to so I can get the first place uh, thing. Yeah. And unfortunately, I Are am going to use, use the, force? the force. Excellent. I'm going to look fine. over towards uh, uh, towards uh, uh, Kolvar. You need. Um, so first, roll your force die. I have to ra uh, raise right now before I roll that, right? Yes, you okay. have to raise before you roll it if you want. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and 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 kind of emote that I feel like luck is on my side this time. I don't want to seem like too obvious. Like I mean, obviously they can see my hand. Go ahead and roll a deception check, please. Okay. Yeah, and go ahead and roll your force check as part of it, but don't roll the blue dice for your faces yet. You know what I mean? So. Okay. So you successfully lie, you take four strain while Oof. you do it, and if you want to pick what face it lands on, you're going to have to flip a destiny point and take two more strain to do that as well. 
I will. If you want to get that that winning, winning hand. hand, yes. Um, yeah. Okay, so, I'll do it then. Okay. So you take two more strain, and you give yourself a winning hand here. Okay. The Baron can still spoil, and like come out with a win, technically. So he uh, flips his blank die and gets that potential third place in. And uh, Kolvar will uh, re-roll the first uh, a single advantage try and get the second place. He still has the fourth place hand, so he's not, like, too upset. Sure. With a the high, I think I'm going to go all in and finish it out. Oh, shit. Okay. So you're going all in. Here we go. The Baron laughs and signals for the droid at the bar to bring another round of drinks. Uh, and Zavix, you should make a social check. I would like to make a social check. Yeah. Uh, I've reached the lieutenant out. commander looks potentially coercible. Um, the ISB agent is giving you nothing um, except for, like, side eye. It looks like the game's coming to an end, and it looks like I might win this. And I right, so maybe don't do that anyway. So maybe yeah. not do that, because I don't want to catch their eye for something sure, else. Sure, sure. Dish some charm. Absolutely. You know? So, yeah, dish some charm. Let's go with... You target green. Who are you charming of the three of them? Uh, well, I gotta interact with the the guy who's who's had his leg jumped in, and I kind of want to see what'll happen if if I talk to him, but not in like a, not in like a probing way, but in like a. You gonna talk to the lieutenant commander here? I, I did. I give him a thank you for it. Thank you for inviting me here tonight. This has been a, a really great pleasure. Something to kind of like soften the the tension. Okay. Success. <laughs> oh, so soft. Um, he says, well, it's Mr. Colvar's club, of course. Uh, we've tried to be the best guests we can. I understand things have been um, difficult. I'm not trying to make trouble. And then he uh, is hushed as the ISB woman takes her feet back down off the table and scoots in next to him again. And okay. he hushes up pretty quickly. Okay, so she she's she's grabbing him again. Mm-hmm. Smashing it. Poor guy. Um, um, he, uh, however, follows suit and puts half of his chips into the pot and then re-rolls that single advantage. I was thinking as an alpha move, Zavix could, like, dig his hand into the Lieutenant Commander's other thigh. <laughs> <laughs> He's got one on both sides. He's not one. sitting on... Yeah, <laughs> if he was sitting there. Um, he gets two advantages, which is basically a bust. He deflates. So are you doing a uh, force check on the Hintaru? Zavix? To oh, make sure it comes up blank. Hell yeah. Okay, so it's <laughs> going to be your about. discipline with your force die. Come on, despair. You do not Failure. succeed. Yeah, but you... To uh, uh, dark side pips? Well, so... you, can, you can still manipulate it, but somebody noticed, basically. Okay. So Colvar notices... That you're being forcing, but you need to flip a destiny point and take strain in order to actually. So if you flip a destiny point and take two strain, you can make it land on that blank face so that you take first place. All right. 
if that's what you want to do. So you need to flip a destiny point, which makes them all dark side. I'm really sorry. Something bad is going to happen coming up soon. Um, obviously. Well, I can't wait. And I can't then... wait to see what's going to go down. I know. Um, Intense. The Hintaro comes down on the blank face. I really wish I could with the first see what it rolls hand. before I do the, uh, the, the thing on it. I guess I could have done that. I'm sorry. I, I mean, but I feel but, like that'd be like it, like it flipping over. If he only had one after. point, it would have just rolled up. <laughs> that is that is how Qui Gon fucking did. He did. It, he he absolutely did. Yeah, 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 but it's definitely yeah, like that's, that's like a whole. That's another. I mean, level but of, like, I'm not going to rewind right and do it again. We're gonna <laughs> do that again. If we do this again, but right fucking now you ISB agent them. notices that shit. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, well, I'm gonna flip two destiny points right Ugh, now. Yes! <laughs> um, and as you reach forward to collect the winnings, the ISB agent reaches forward and grabs your wrist, and as she does, let me make a check. And she reaches forward across the table and snaps tracking bracelet across your wrist. She says, Of course we can't have you running off without the race being run. Okay. Um, while I while I look shocked, I uh, I stand up but maintain my composure. Looking at the wrist and, and does it does it clash with the uniform? Does it does it uh, look <laughs> like it fits? Wait, why does he have a wrist? ISPH just slapped it on him because now he's made promises and she intends to hold him to him. Oh. Yeah. It, it goes it... on literally like a snap bracelet, but then fuses itself together where it overlaps. And it's just got like a little blinking square on the back of it. It's what pretty color? subtle. Looks like a fit. Uh, it is black, and the square on the back is like a brushed metal color with a blinking red light. Okay, not too bad. Yeah, it's like a space fit bit. On the other half end of this, we'll be tracking fobs in the hands of Bounty Hunter. Right. Yeah. Kind of a deal. You know, what's a tracking fob? Track well, among other things, one of these. Um, you're able to take those winnings. Kolvar looks hugely pleased. Takes his three grand back from you. Slips five hundred credits in Hixelplix's pocket as he okay. leaves, and says, "I thought you'd made a promise, sir." Uh, well, I don't think this is something. Uh, uh... We should talk about right now, but um, maybe when our lives aren't in danger, we can we can talk about the the morality of all this. Says, too right you are. <laughs> Pragmatist. Um, as well you played. walk down the first flight of steps between the two private booths to continue down onto the main floor, he stops and grips you by the shoulders from behind and turns you towards the table where the pilots are sitting. He goes, Mister Halloran. Our new member here is going to get that brace arranged for you. Very quickly, sir. Make sure your ship is ready. The uh, gray-haired pilot raises his mug with a dismissive grunt. He doesn't appear to be very optimistic about this news. He's already been here far too long. And uh, says, if that happens, I'll be happy. And then uh, Kolvar hustles you away from the private booths. Uh, and back towards the turbo levels. He says, we should go before, well, 
any of them suspect anything. And you guys head upstairs, and then the camera pulls away from the casino. To be continued.